Truth and Transcendence, brought to you by Yes, You Now, with Catherine Llewellyn. Hello and welcome to Truth and Transcendence, the trailer, with me, Catherine Llewellyn, your host. Today, all I'm going to do is tell you a bit about what you can expect from this podcast, who I am and why I'm doing this, and perhaps a little about why you might want to tune in. So first, a bit about me. I am a self-mastery coach, among other things, and I've been doing that for quite some time with senior execs, non-execs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and other people who have large projects, important work to do, that holds within it challenges that are interesting, but also holds within it the opportunity to make a difference and contribute. So my clients are people who are, who are, who are trying to do something useful in the world, and also who want to be fulfilled, happy, and successful. So, um, as you can imagine, my life, my my work is quite challenging and fascinating, and a learning experience for me, and always has been. So, you might be wondering why am I why am I doing a podcast? Surely, my work is best done one to one or in groups directly with these people. And and you're absolutely right. That's how my work has been done for years. What's changed for me is the way I've been affected and the way I see others have been affected by the events of 2020 and 2021. However you have found it, either you or someone you know has had difficulties in this period and our economies and our societies have been affected by everything that's been going on. I think you'll agree that some healing, some rebuilding and some uh, change and creativity and resourcefulness is going to be required going forward. And that's really why, that's the, the short answer as to why I decided to do a podcast. Because it seems to me that when when we're in difficult times, when we want to make positive changes, obviously it's up to each and every one of us to do that in our own lives. And I would always say, if I want to make changes, the first place I will begin is looking at myself and my life. Am I am I running my life the way that works and and that fits with my values and my ethics and my philosophy? And secondly, how am I affecting the people around me? Am I helping them? Am I assisting them to grow and be happy and be successful? And then my next layer is to look at my work. Am I contributing to a wider group and am I doing it in a meaningful way? So that's how I tend to look at it on my own behalf. When I look wider at wider society and our national situation and globally, it's obvious that the people who can have the, the most effect are the people who are in a position of influence. 
whether that's people at the top of large organizations who are who are um, caretakers, if you like, of thousands of people, of their well-being, their success, their satisfaction, whether it's people who are running charities, people who run social projects, uh, all sorts of leaders. These are the people who are in a position to have a large effect on a lot of people. And that's really the reason I chose to work with people like that. Because there's a ripple effect. When those people become more self-aware, more conscious, they get more connected to their own values, their principles, their philosophical truths, their spiritual essence, if you like. And that means that they're able to transcend conditions and circumstances, transcend their own self-limitations and bring about changes for the greater good and for their own good, of course, and the good of, of their loved ones and their communities. So my idea in doing a podcast is to expand my contribution and broaden it by making it available to whoever would like to tune in, whether it's those leaders who I hope will find this of nourishment and of assistance and support, and perhaps of some inspiration. But anybody at all who wants to tune in and pick up on something that's being said here, or something that's being inferred, or something that's being explored, and use it to lead a better life, a happier life, and make more of a contribution. So how did I get to this place? And, and perhaps this will tell you a little bit about my style, and how I come up come at this this sort of thing because you know <laughs> these days you fall over and you've met a facilitator or a coach there are many many of us so how do you decide which are the ones that you want to pay any attention to so right from the beginning i had a, an alternative introduction to life my parents came from opposite opposite ends of the social scale which was uh, a source of some awkwardness, as you can imagine, but also really quite a challenge and an opportunity for learning and growth. It meant that I, I became somebody to whom the social scale and class and um, privilege and fame and notions like that were not didn't really impress me. I, I'm impressed by somebody's spirit and someone's authenticity. I'm I'm not really impressed by trappings, uh, wealth, power. That, although I've I said earlier that uh, influence is is of value and is useful. I'm only impressed by it when it's used ethically and and for the greater good and to bring about something that is beautiful or wonderful or life enhancing. So I, I'm more qualitatively motivated than quantitatively, shall we say. I'm not particularly materialistic, which does not mean that I judge people who are. I, I, that I, I have a lot of friends who are very materialistic and great. Good for them. That's fine. But, that, but I'm not really in that particular category. So what that means is I'm, I'm very interested in the essence of a person and uh, in the essence of life and the spirit of life. Even from the beginning, my, my uh, parents introduced me to all sorts of interesting and weird 
experiences. My father was a naturopath and osteopath in the 1950s, which I, I don't know how old you are, but um, if you're anything over the age of, let's say, 60, you will recall that back then, anything like that was considered to be just about as close as you could get to witch doctory, especially in rural England, which is where we were. So uh, <laughs> people thought we were very odd and, and weird, but to us, it was absolutely normal. And the idea that we are self-made men, the idea that we can create our own destiny is something I was introduced to pretty much as soon as I could actually talk. And, and that's unusual. So I kind, of, I kind of went through life as a bit of an oddball. I was not very popular at school. They thought I was kind of weird. And um, it, was, it was a very, very interesting process. But what it means is that I've got a well-developed, non-conformist, free-thinking aspect. And uh, I'd just like to reassure you, I have actually picked up a few social skills along the way since then. And uh, I have learned to relate to people of all kinds and reached a, uh, I like to think, a fairly balanced place in relationship to that. Um, but what it, what it means is that when, when there's something going on, where there's a, uh, shall we say, a, a mass movement or a general accepted set of allowable opinions, my default place is to pause and ask a few questions and do my own research. And that's just my default position. It, it doesn't imply any particular um, opinion or position or agreement or disagreement with anything that's going on. But over this last period, I've very much been in a minority in that sense. And what that's done is that that's given me a, a really good opportunity to observe what's going on subjectively and objectively without without feeling impelled to agree or disagree with anyone in particular or, or any particular um, media message if you like <laughs> that uh, that is being put out and it's that's a liberating place to be and I, and I must say I'm incredibly grateful to my parents in those early years and, and all the other strange people that they invited around who introduced us to you know Conflict dialoguing and um, naturism and uh, art and um, veganism and philosophy and spirituality and all kinds of things right from the beginning. I'm incredibly grateful for that early, early education that stood me well as I uh, moved forward. So what that, that means is that when I'm looking at some of these concepts, things like self-directedness, self-mastery, um, personal destiny, uh, personal aspirations, fulfillment, satisfaction, success, all of these notions, I'm, I'm looking at them from a place of respect for individual um, the individual, the individual's right, and the individual's capacity for their own choices, and their own sense of what is true for them, 
and therefore their own version of what it is to transcend limitations and transcend conditions and to move into what I think of as their, their full expression and their full contribution and their full satisfaction and fulfillment. So for me, that's like breathing and, and that's a tremendous pleasure for me and it's a great privilege to be able to do that with people. So, of course, on a, on a podcast, particularly when there's a monologue like I'm doing now, it's just me talking into the air, as it were. But actually, when I'm talking, I am imagining there's a person in front of me that I'm talking to and that that person is responding. Because if I, if I didn't do that, then I would just literally be talking into the air and that would just be too weird to even countenance. So really what's happening in a, in a situation like this is I'm talking, you're listening, and you are actually dialoguing with me in yourself, in your own consciousness. So aspects of your consciousness will be responding to what I'm talking about, whether consciously or subconsciously. And some of what I'm talking about will be reinforcing wisdom that you already have. That's assuming I'm speaking from a place of wisdom. Let's just assume that's the case for now. So some of what I'm saying you, you may find reinforcing. And that has tremendous value in and of itself. Our, our individual unique wisdom is, by its very nature, different from someone else's. So it's rare, relatively rare, to hear somebody else saying something that reinforces our own wisdom. And it can be very helpful and encouraging when that takes place. Some of what I'm going to say in these uh, episodes will actually rub up against some of what you feel or perceive. Now, that's very useful as well, because that gives you an opportunity to consider, well, if what she's just said is absolute rubbish, how do I know that? What, if, if I don't agree with what Catherine's just said, what does that mean I know and feel to be true? So that's reinforcing in another way to your own wisdom. So I'm not here teaching you or asking you to agree with me or asking you to believe me. All I'm inviting you to do is to listen and reflect and follow your own intuitive uh, processing, if you like, of what was being talked about here. And that's something that you, you are built to do. We're all built to be able to do that. And you may be one of those people who, who knows all about doing that. And, and if that's the case, you might find after one of one of my episodes that you sit down and, and just write and write and write because, because your consciousness will have taken what uh, paltry offering I've given you in my half hour episode and you will have taken that and used it to generate all sorts of insights and wisdoms, some of which you already had, some of which were partially formed and you've now, you know, clarified to a great extent, some of which are new. 
So that's what some of you will probably do. Other people may come away from an episode thinking, well, yeah, you know, maybe not much happened. But you may find a few days later or a week or so later that the insights come through. Again, not my insights, your insights, which can come through because by listening or partially because by listening to this, you are encouraging your inner wisdom to come to the fore, become clear, be expressed and become more available to you and accessible to you for you to use in your life and bring about the outcomes that you want to bring about in your life and be more satisfied and fulfilled. And as I said at the beginning, be more and even more a part of the solution to the situation we're in at the moment. So these episodes are, let's say, 30 minutes long, something like that each time. They're going to be weekly. The first one is next Friday, the 30th of July. In the first phase of episodes, you will be receiving a monologue, which will be me talking each time about something or other. And how what the topics are going to be will unfold. I've got a list of topics that I'm considering working with. But each time I come to record, I shall look at that list and pick the one that feels most relevant to live experiences that I've had or that I've heard about during the the week leading up to the recording and leading up to the episode. And that phase, I don't know how long it's going to last, a few months, three months, six months, I'm not sure. In phase two, I will be focusing on topics that have been sent into me by listeners. So you may listen to an episode and find you have a question about something, or you may listen to a few episodes and find that you have a request. There's something I haven't talked about yet that you'd like me to talk about. And you'll let me know why you want me to talk about it. You may have a challenge. You may disagree with something that I've said. You may think I'm missing the point about something that I'm mistaken that I'm working on a false assumption, that I'm inferring something. You may be offended by something I've said. I hope not, but you may be. And you might write into me and say, Catherine, I want you to address this. You know, what, what, is, why, what are you saying? How can you believe that? I believe this. What do you think about that? So I will be harvesting those contributions and gifts from you and other listeners. And then I'll be tailoring episodes in response to those. And that phase will last, I don't know how long, three months, six months, we'll find out. And then I'll move on to phase three, which will be conversations, discussions with guests. These guests will be a combination of people I knew before starting the podcast and new people who I've met through making the podcast. So it'll be peers of mine. And uh, I promise we will do our best not to talk shop in a way that becomes just totally annoying. <laughs> so we'll try not to do that. Um, it, and we'll also try not to um, be patronising by over-explaining what we're talking about as well. We shall do our very best to be um, 
enjoyable to listen to and interesting to listen to. Uh, there will be clients of mine coming along to talk. And some of these will be people I worked with 20, 30 years ago. Some of them may be people I'm working with right now. And together we'll be exploring some of the ideas and, and themes together. It may be other podcast hosts, and that's another whole different dynamic. Or just anybody at all who has come forward and, and, and offered and invited themselves to come and be a guest because they would like to discuss these, these uh, matters. What everybody will have in common, what all these guests will have in common is two things. One is that they are genuinely interested in exploring ideas in the moment and happy to actually explore whilst being recorded rather than bringing pre-made conclusions and uh, pre-made ideas with them and just trotting those out. That's not what we're going to be doing. We're going to exploring. And the second thing they'll all have in common is a well-developed capacity for exploring those ideas. So these are going to be people who are accustomed to exploring ideas. And and the reason I'm I'm uh, saying that as as the second thing they have in common is because when when we've when we've got some practice and experience at doing that in some depth, then it becomes interesting to listen to. It means that we can go further more quickly. Now that that may sound as though I'm being um, uh, unsympathetic to people who are new to exploring these sorts of ideas. I really am not. Uh, what I'm saying is that in phase three, those are the people I'm going to be talking with. And when that's been going on for a few months, again, I don't know how long for, I shall review and look and see what feels like the most fruitful way to proceed. So that's really what's going to be happening. And um, thank you for listening. I really look forward to sharing these ideas with you going forward and um I very much look forward with eager anticipation to your messages and requests and comments coming through. Please subscribe. Have a great week. You've been listening to Truth and Transcendence, the regular weekly podcast from Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. For more information, head to Yes, you now dot today forward slash podcast. <laughs>